Welcome to the latest podcast from the Plastic Surgery Journal Club. Each month we review and appraise a journal article, typically from PRS, and summarize it for you in this short podcast. The full journal can be obtained from the PRS website. Hi, welcome to the July 27, 2016 Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery Journal Club coming to you from St Vincent's Hospital in Sydney. This is Damien Marucci and I'm talking with Dr Harith Alani, who's the registrar from the Children's Hospital Westmead. Harith, the next paper which we looked at was two-stage implant-based breast reconstruction, an evolution of the conceptual and technical approach over a two-decade period. This is by Peter Cordiero in New York, and it was published in the July 2016 PRS. So what was this paper about in a nutshell? It's a review of prospectively collected data in a previous case series. It's two-stage implant-based breast reconstruction done over two decades by one surgeon, a high number of cases, almost 5,000 cases. The article summarized the lessons learned from his long experience and the evolution in the surgeon technical approach. So the author outlined about 12 concepts, including how to uh, uh, align the, the mastectomy incision, where to put the expander, the level of the expander in relation to the IMF line, uh, the type of the pocket, he uses a musculofacial pocket rather than completely muscular uh, pocket, intraoperative expansion up to 50% and postoperative expansion with lowering of the overexpansion to 10 to 20% rather than 50 to 100% to reduce the rippling and the thinning of the skin. He used, he used to do the implant exchange uh, at least four weeks after the final expansion using anatomical cohesive silicon gel implants. The size was decided according to the final volume of the expander and the use of sizes. And he did circumferential capsulotomy rather than radial uh, capsulotomy. That gives better projection uh, and he always inserts a drain at the end of the operation. I thought these were very interesting insights. There were a number of things which uh, certainly I hadn't heard before, and uh, we've discussed uh, a number of Dr. Cordero's recent papers in the Journal Club. There was the paper where he talks about whether it's better to irradiate the implant or the expander, and saying it's better to irradiate the implant. Also, where he talks about his algorithm for uh, rapid expansion during uh, chemotherapy and then exchange of the expander for a definitive implant uh, four weeks after the conclusion of uh, chemotherapy and four weeks prior to the commencement uh, of radiotherapy. Um, the, the Going through the number of points which he goes through, probably the most interesting ones for me was the point about the area of maximum expansion and as a result he places the tissue expansion one to two centimetres inferior to the inframammary fold and also talking about that inferior fasciotomy um, in order to release the fascial band one to two centimetres below the inframammary fold. Um, the 50% intraoperative expansion is still very different to what uh, most people certainly do um, in Sydney, Australia, where we still only tend to put a minimal amount of fluid in and then start the expansion after four weeks, but he's starting expansion much earlier at 10 to 14 days. The IMF recreation using silk sutures is certainly something which uh, um, uh, no surgeons around here do. Most people uh, tend to use PDS or, or some other resorbable suture in terms of recreating the IMF, but the result 
um, presented were phenomenal. I mean, the two cases which were presented there at the end, uh, the cosmetic results were, were perfect. And Dr. Cordero's experience is unparalleled. I mean, 20 years, 5,000 reconstructions. Um, it's, it's certainly something to be taken into a, account. The discussion of this paper um, uh, was also excellent uh, by Dr. Nahabedian in Washington. Uh, where he was sort of just pointing out the differences in terms of his approach to the two-stage technique, the main one being the use of ADM, which I think is certainly something that is increasingly used um, by uh, surgeons performing implant-based breast reconstruction. Um, but although this wasn't a particularly scientific paper in the sense it wasn't um, producing statistics or numbers, uh, certainly the insight gained, I, I thought, were interesting and invaluable. Yeah, I think the surgical technique, the, the prescription of the surgical technique, that's what every surgeon want to know in detail. Yep. Yeah. And the diagrams in the paper were excellent. Yeah, they were very, very, very informative and, and, and excellent. Thank you for listening. For more of our podcasts, head to soundcloud.com or subscribe to us on iTunes and search Plastic Surgery Journals. Remember to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Thanks also to the PRS Journal team for their ongoing support.